is the Today's Word Podcast with Rick Pena. Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you Today's Word for August 20th, 2018. I'm teaching a series entitled Expecting the Word to Work. This is part 45 of the series, and I'm titling today's message Managing Expectations. Before I get into the Word, I do want to say, though, that my wife and I made it back, obviously, from the Dominican Republic. We're back in the United States. We had it was a quick trip. It wasn't like it was a vacation or anything. We were just there for a couple of days. We were able to get 400 backpacks, all the school supplies to go into the backpacks, provide 160 of those backpacks to the children that are part of our schools, and then the other 240 we were able to hand out as well. So uh, thankfully, 400 children were blessed uh, because of you, our partners and supporters. Thank you so much for what you do and for enabling us to do what God has called us to do. All right, so let me get into the Word. So we've been studying the parable of the the soil for a long time now, for months. This is part 45 of the series. Once again, I'm calling it Managing Expectations. Let's go back to the parable. So the Bible says the farmer is like someone. This is what Jesus said about, you know, this parable of the sower. The farmer is like someone who plants God's teaching, God's Word, down inside of people. Now, sometimes the teaching falls along the path, and these are like the people that hear the word of God, but they don't understand it, and because their understanding is unfruitful, then Satan comes immediately and snatches away the word that was sown in their heart. Now, other people are like the seed that's planted amongst thorny weeds. Now, these are the people that that hear the word, right? They quickly and gladly accept it. However, they do not allow the word to go deep into their lives. And so as soon as trouble comes or persecution comes because of the word that they receive, then they're quick to give up. Now, other people are like the seed that are planted amongst thorny weeds. Now, these are the people that receive the word of God. However, they've allowed their lives to become full of other things like the cares of this world, the love of money and everything else they want. So these other things grow up as weeds and choke out the word. The word does not produce. And then finally, uh, other people like good ground. And this is where we want to be. And even then with the good ground, though, where, where it produces, sometimes with some people, it's like a 30-fold return, with sometimes with other people, a 60-fold return. And then with other people, there's a 100-fold return. Now, the power to produce a 100-fold return is in every seed, every word that God releases. However, sometimes the soil is is either not productive soil, right? So it doesn't produce anything. Or even when it does produce, the soil doesn't cooperate with the word or it cooperates at different levels. And so now you got a 30-fold, you got a 60-fold, you got a 100-fold. So what does this mean to you today about managing expectations? I was about to start to get into like the the wind down, the summary, the recap of this series, but I just felt led to teach for at least a few days on managing expectations. And I really think that this is important because the title of this overall series is Expecting the Word to Work, where you are living with an expectation that what God said is going to come to pass in your life, right? This expectation is absolutely critical to faith. Actually, a way to look at it is for those of you that remember how to drive a stick shift, right? I know people today don't drive a stick shift, but but when you remember how to drive a stick shift, so expectation actually puts your faith in gear, right? And so when you when you don't have any expectation, your faith is in neutral. Your faith is not really, you say you're in faith, but you're not really believing. You're not really expecting the manifestation of what God said. So in this parable, we learn that um, the power to produce is in every word that God releases, right? However, as a believer, you have to be good ground or you have to, when, when you receive the word down in the soil of your heart, the condition of your heart matters. And this is where expectation comes in. When you receive a word, you have to expect that it's going to come to pass. So let me, let me kind of break it up into two, 
two, uh, two categories. When a word of God is released, so let's say I'm teaching right now, or you could be in church, or you could get a word from someone else, or through someone. When a word of God is released, first, the first hurdle you got to get past is just the reception of it. So you got to receive it. So some people are going to receive it. Other people are going to reject it. Right. So the word of God is released. Some people will receive it initially. Some people will reject it initially. But let's say you get past the reception phase. So now that you initially receive it, you're like, I received the word. OK, so now that you receive the word, most words from God, there's a timing component to it. So so God said it. That doesn't mean that it's going to happen today. In most cases, it's not, right? So it could be days, it could be weeks, it could be months, it could be years. So now that you're waiting on God to do what he said he's going to do, this is where the the man, the expectation comes in. So you got to have an expectation of manifestation, but um, you also have to manage it so that you're not expecting God to do something when he's not planning on doing it. Because if you, if you don't manage your expectations correctly, it can lead to anxiety and all these kind of things. So as a believer, you have to expect that God is going to do what he said he's going to do. You have to get past the reception phase. And then you have to believe for the long haul, no matter how long it takes. Now, whether it's a, a week or a month or a year or 10 years, you have to believe that God is going to do what he said he's going to do. God is not a man, the Bible says, that he should lie. If he said it, he will perform it. If he declared it, he'll make it good. So you have to live with an expectation. The challenge is discerning God's timing because what you don't want to do is live with an expectation like today, Monday. God is going to do it today when God may not do it for a year. So you, you got to manage those expectations because if not, it's going to lead to frustration. And it could lead to a, a flat-out faith failure. Number two, while expectation is critical to faith, if you do not manage your expectations correctly, this is what happens. You get into stress, you take on unnecessary anxiety, and then you cross over from faith into frustration. Because once again, faith has a timing component. There's a timing component. And so when your faith is not aligned with God's timing, you're going to wake up and realize that you're frustrated. You're frustrated because you, you're, you're going to be upset with God that, hey, you said you were going to do this thing and it hasn't happened yet. You'll be going to the mailbox. You're waiting on this thing and it hasn't shown up. You're waiting on a phone call. And you haven't got the phone call. Why? Because you're not managing your expectations correctly. You have, you have an ungodly expectation. Your expectation is misaligned with God's timing. Number three, your watch of expectation must be synchronized with God's clock of manifestation. Because if it's not, now, now, what you're doing is you're waiting on God. You're believing God. Now, you should live, you know, waiting on God and believing God, but you also have to have to be realistic or, or connected to when God is going to do it. So if you're living with an expectation that God is going to do something this week that God may not do for six months and you live with that expectation every week, if not managed correctly, managing your expectations I'm telling you, it, it, it can be a very frustrating thing. And I, I've been there where, where, where I really thought it was going to happen. <laughs> and then you really kind of build up your, your, your hope, right? You get your hopes up. Uh, maybe you even tell somebody, you call your, your, your homeboy on the phone, your girlfriend on the phone, and you let them know that this is the week is going to happen. And you get all you know excited and all of that. You start making preparations. And then when it doesn't happen, 
you know, you get disappointed. But, you know, let me just say this about that. As a believer, if you really want to live by faith, you're going to have to learn to overcome disappointment. You're going to have to learn to, to, to keep going past those times of discouragement and those times uh, those disappointing times, because if you don't learn how to get past those things, you'll never live by faith anyway. Number four, the rocky ground people, going back to the parable, are the people that gave up before the manifestation of the word. They didn't allow the word of God go, to go deep into their lives. And so as soon as trouble came, persecution came because of the word that they received, they were quick to give up. It, and then, of course, they don't get anything. If Don't be like them. I mean, you can't be quick to give up. There is a season where your harvest is due. You will reap in due season. There is a season when your harvest is due. What you don't want to do is give up before your season comes due. So you got to discern when that's happening so that you don't build up your hope, get all excited, get all pumped up, get all worked up over something that's not going to happen right now. So manage those expectations correctly. And number five, the thorny ground people are the people that shifted their focus from what God said to what they wanted. They shifted from God to self. You know why? Because God didn't do what he said he was going to do when they wanted it. So when God didn't show up, now they got excited when they heard the word, but when God didn't show up when they wanted him to show up, they shifted their expectation from God to self. And now they're in a situation where their life is just full of themselves. The cares of this world, the love of money, everything they, they want, not what God wants. Why? Because God didn't do what he said he was going to do when they wanted it done. And you know what? God is still God. You don't get to tell him what to do. Faith is not you telling God what to do. Faith is you accepting what he said. And, and faith is you holding on until he does what he said he was going to do in his timing. So, yes, God may not do what you want when you want it. That's the life of faith. It may not happen when you expected it. That's the life of faith. But you got to humble yourself. You got to hold on. It is by faith and patience, Hebrews 6 and 12, that we inherit the promises of God. Faith without patience is not going to work. If you have faith and no patience, um, then you're going to get all excited and worked up, but you won't be able to hold on for the long haul. If you have patience and no faith, then yeah, you'll be holding on. You'll be suffering long. You have long suffering, but you won't actually see the manifestation of God, God's promises because you're not in faith. You need faith and patience, Hebrews 6 and 12, to inherit the promises of God. So let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to repeat after me now in faith from a believing heart. Say this. Say, Father, this is a season of expectation for me. My expectation is tied to your word. I expect you to do everything you said you would do in my life. My expectation is tied to your promises. And I know that your promises will not come to pass before their time. Therefore, I declare that I hold on until my due season comes due. I avoid unnecessary anxiety and I avoid frustration because I properly discern your timing and I manage my expectations accordingly. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, sign up, get the messages. They are going to be a blessing to you. If you're not getting these uh, these messages, um, even now, right? So as I'm sharing this with you, 
I, I want you to also download my app. Go go to any bookstore. I mean, any app store, not bookstore, uh, and, and search for Rick Pino, Rick and Isabella Pino Ministries. There's so much content there that's just free. I'm sharing this with you. I'm sharing my heart with you because I want you to be the man, the woman that God has called you to be. I want you to live a successful life by faith. I want you to hold on until you become, you know, uh, what, what God revealed to you that you were destined to become. I want you to leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased. This is how the kingdoms of this world are going to become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. It's going to happen through us. It's going to happen when we live by faith. So before you leave the screen, please share this with someone that you know and make a decision right now that you are going to hold on until you see in your hands what God revealed in your heart. God bless you.